When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and joined alongside me today, one of the coolest dudes in video games, one of my gaming dads, Mr. Paris Lilly. Paris, what up, big dog? How are you today? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, Paris. You know, I missed you last week. We had a really great episode, an awesome yes, dev interview that I can't wait to tell you about. But, uh, you know, what? I just I'm missing some Paris love, especially before the Super Bowl, because you're my football dude. You know what I mean? So I didn't get enough football time with you and I be, uh, ahead of the big game. Well, you, you know, and obviously everyone's seen the big game and all of that now, Uh yeah, I wish I could have been on last week's episode because obviously you had a fantastic conversation, uh, you know, talking about Knockout City and everything. It was really good. If you've not seen it, I, I highly recommend everyone go back and give it a listen, give it a download. But uh, yeah, as far as the Super Bowl goes, w- one of the best Super Bowls ever, except that call. Oh, I, I, I can't I can't get over it. And I know people get mad at me. Oh, he really did hold him in that moment. You got to swallow the whistle, man. You got to swallow the flag. You you can't throw that flag. You got to let them play it out. I'm right just let there. Them play with it out. Yeah, let, let Jalen Hurts get an opportunity. You know, I don't know. But let those boys play is right, and that's a tough whistle to make. That's a big call to make, but an awesome game and a great halftime show. Rihanna yeah. absolutely yeah. brought it. You got to love yeah, that. Fantastic. No features, no help at all. Just Rihanna killing it up on the main stage. I, I really loved all of the Super Bowl this year. So, yeah, I missed a little football one-on-one time with you. And also, I missed your support, your thoughts, and your analysis of our awesome interview with the dev team from Knockout City and Velen Studios. We had a really great conversation last week, me and Gary and the game director and lead game designer over there. Uh, it was really, really fun. The cool part about it all is it's fun on the outside, Paris. You and I, we always have these conversations of, Games as a service. What is a games as a service? How how long do they really last? And be able to go behind the scenes and ask the hard-hitting questions, right? Like, what goes into making that decision to shut down your games as a service, live service game? Is it the player base? Is it monetization? Is it just, hey, you've hit a certain milestone on years and it's time to just move on to the next thing? It was really, really cool and eye-opening to hear what went into the decision to now finally shut down Knockout City as we see a number of games all around the gaming landscape start to either shut down and stop their live service games or continue to push forward. So I really miss John that, but I'm glad that you got to listen. I hope others listen to that one as well. Absolutely. Now, Paris, it's a fun one today because I'm wearing yeah. my pink. We're recording on a Tuesday and it's February 14th. It is Valentine's Day. That means it's time to celebrate a little bit of love. There's hearts in the air. There's chocolate. There's roses. There's those chalky candy hearts that you get with your kids. And I absolutely love and adore those. And so I thought 
we talk about some Xbox characters that we love and maybe make a top 10 list of our most beloved Xbox characters later on in this episode. But for all those couples out there, maybe there's some gamer couples that listen and watch our show pairs. What's a game you would recommend for a nice couple to sit down on the couch and play for Valentine's Day? It Takes Two. Oh, perfect call right there. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm actually going to recommend a game that I'm currently playing, Minecraft, Paris. I think Minecraft is the perfect yeah. chill out, relax with somebody you love, a significant other, and just go out and create, right? Minecraft offers so much cool things when it comes to creativity, exploration, and it's this perfect mix of like, you don't got to be good to build a house, right? You can be really good and you can make all these cool different things and go super in-depth in the game and teach your partner. So I'm going to go with Minecraft on mine because you know I'd like to say Overcooked, but I don't want people yelling at each other on Valentine's Day. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Let's jump into it, Paris. Of course, this is the Kind of Funny X-Cast. We post each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. West Coast, Best Coast time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and, of course, on podcast services around the globe. Don't forget the X-Cast crew and all of Kind of Funny is now Epic Games Partners, which means if you are upgrading your look in Rocket League, if you're buying a season pass in Fortnite or buying any game on off the Epic Game Store, please use our Epic Creator code kind of funny at checkout to help support the team in a brand new way. And talking about support, we always like to give it up. A big old shout out, a big thank you to those who support us over on Patreon. Whether you're in the live chat right now, just like Raleigh and Gary are, or if you are one of our Patreon producers for the month of February, we like to say thank you. So shout out to Delaney Twining for being our Patreon producer for the month of February and supporting us over on Patreon. Of course, this week, the Kind of Funny X-Cast is sponsored by Shady Rays and Honey, but we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Paris, before we start talking about characters we love, I want to catch up with you because it has been a couple of weeks. I want to know what you've been playing, and I know... You can't really share too much, but, you know, people out there in the Twitterverse, they know you're playing something cool. So let's talk about what have you been playing lately? Yeah, I mean, I've been in the world of virtual reality. Um, I've, I've been on playing the, the PlayStation VR 2. Uh, I'll just leave it at that for now. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what I've been doing uh, for about the past week and a half, uh, just doing that. So it's actually been pretty light on Xbox for me. But, but it's funny that you bring up Minecraft. Because uh, that's something my kids have been playing a lot of lately, not just yes. dungeons like the OG Minecraft. They've been jumping and playing that. So it's, it's been fascinating watching them as, as I, I peek in the room to see what they're doing and <laughs> what, what their little adventures are going on and the things that they've been creating in Minecraft. For yourself, Paris, when you see them doing that, is there ever an urge for you to jump in and play with them? Do they ever say, hey, Pops, like, come and join us? Or have you ever played Minecraft with maybe Danny Pena and your friends? Well, that, that's the thing with Minecraft. I've never truly jumped in, like, and just invested time into it. I've dabbled here and there, but, like, you know, like on the PC side, you know, where obviously a lot of the real creations happen on, on that platform but I, i've never committed myself to it again I, I go back to minecraft dungeons that's probably been the main thing that i've played in the minecraft universe but I, I i totally get the appeal and i understand you know why it's been you know such a global phenomenon especially you know for kids and everything just the creations that you've seen that have come out of that have been crazy now speaking of vr i can actually say this years ago and Pretty sure this was at the Xbox showcase. I want to say the infamous 2016 one in San Francisco where Phil Spencer gave, gave that keynote he had. 
I did Minecraft VR there. Oh, it was like one of my first times ever doing VR was was Minecraft in VR. So I'm actually. I don't want to say surprise. I, I, actually, I don't even know, because, again, this is how much of a novice I am with VR. I don't even know if Minecraft still does VR or not. But that was interesting going into that world at that time. And obviously, we know the technology has improved since then. And we know Minecraft has done things like HoloLens and things like that as well. But um, but yeah, yeah, I again, going back to your original question. Um, yeah, I've, I've not truly invested the time into it. I, I kind of want to. But then that means I'm sacrificing like 10,000 other things that, that I'm trying to do at the same time. So I don't know. I, I, I do see a, one of these days uh, I'll probably really sit down invest some time into Minecraft, you know, the, the, you know, the, the basic Minecraft and uh, you know, check it out, but I am looking forward to legends, which is coming in April. Yeah. I like that legends. And of course, dungeons can pull you into this world that maybe for you and I on the outside, don't spend much right. time in, right? Like for a novice Minecraft player, as much as I am, right. Minecraft Dungeons was the game that got me interested, got me into the yep, world of Minecraft yep. and wanted more. So, you know, shout out to letting them play in the sandbox, trying new things. I think that's a, a big message we've been talking about on the Xbox side and all of the games world of trying new things within your established IP, which is always cool. But yeah, you bring up the VR. I'll never forget that Minecraft HoloLens demo, I believe at an Xbox E3, right? Like that was yep. front and stage, mm -hmm. center, center stage, where they were zooming in and you could see the one guy was playing while the girl had the headset on. She was zooming in, moving things, putting blocks in. Thought that was the coolest. I thought that was the future pairs. But unfortunately, I don't think we ever got that, right? Like, I never put no. a HoloLens on my face and ever played Minecraft in my life, you know? No, and, and it was that same E3, because I know the one you're talking about. Um, they also had a Halo HoloLens oh, demo cool. that you could do out on the shore floor. You know, you had to get the appointments and everything. And I remember... Danny and I were supposed to go do it and Kanye West got us kicked out of it. So we didn't get to go because, you know, he obviously got the VIP treatment, but on the last day of E3, we got to go through it and it was pretty cool. It really was. I mean, I was definitely interested to see where that HoloLens tech was going to go, but obviously it looks like right, you know, as it stands today, um, it, it's not going to be used, you know, in, in any type of gaming platform. So um, hopefully we'll we'll see that technology emerge somewhere else in, in the future. Yeah. And so for me, I know you've been busy with VR. I have been playing, of course, Minecraft with some of my friends. I really love being able to create and make these worlds, these realms, and get lost into it. Uh, I've been playing a game over on PC called Dark and Darker on the Steam Next Fest demos. Uh, this is Medieval Tarkov is how I describe this to you, Paris, and everybody watching out there. There's groups of three get dropped into a crazy dungeon. There's probably like 15 to 16 other people maybe making up like four to five extra squads running around this dungeon and it's just like Tarkov right your goal is simple loot a bump loot up a bunch grab a bunch of money get out and survive before the circle closes in or either crazy skeleton monsters or the other teams kill you it's been a ton of fun uh, I am interested to see where this goal goes but I've never been a big escape from Tarkov guy as you know I don't play much DMZ in Warzone and so for me to kind of get into this one where it's not the battle royale you got to be the last team standing it's more escape with everything that you've gathered and kind of get your riches done it's kind of a different vibe but i'm enjoying it i think it's fun i think it's a good time and well worth just a quick demo check out for sure yeah and then finally 
I have been playing Wild Hearts, of course, as many of the kind of funny best friends know. This week, we got early access to showcase Wild Hearts, the latest EA game coming your way. And I will say, if you like Monster Hunter, I think you're really going to like this game. We will give our final score later this week with the kind of funny games cast crew, but I am allowed to give my initial thoughts and impressions on this. And I'll say this, I'm having a really good time. I really loved my uh, uh, Monster Hunter Worlds. I didn't really care for Monster Hunter Rise, and this has gotten me back into wanting to grab some friends, wanting to go out and hunt big monsters, wanting to craft armor off of their cool sets, and they have a really cool idea with this building while fighting monsters, whether you're putting up walls or jump pads or even more. I think there's some really cool depth to this, and so I look forward to hearing the kind of funny team's thoughts when they give their full review. But my initial impression right now is if you like Monster Hunter, I think you're really going to like this. And I look forward to seeing what the audience reception is to this game. Yeah, you know, I've, I've never like Monster Hunter, that the, the, the original game, never played it. And obviously, you know, this is obviously, you know, um, in the spirit of, of that type of game. So just what looking at the screen right now definitely looks interesting. I'll, I'll have to give this a shot at some point. Yeah, give this a look there, Paris. Uh, you can squat up with three people, so you and two other friends. The mm -hmm. monsters are big. Each one is pretty unique. The world, I really like this art style. Um, I think yeah. it's bright. It's beautiful. And the gameplay is fun. It's fast. It's in your face. You're dodging. You're hitting. It's a really good time. It's a good blend. It reminds me a lot of Monster Hunter World, and so I think fans of the Monster Hunter genre will like this. I think fans, of course, taking advantage of the EA Play trial, right, giving a chance to jump on on this via their Xbox Game Pass subscription. I think we'll really like what they see and hopefully maybe buy it or play more of it because it, it's a good time right now. Nice. So, Paris, with that, love is in the air. And I want to talk and I want to make a list, Paris. I want to make our kind of funny X-Cast <laughs> top 10 Xbox characters list. Our most beloved characters amongst all the franchises. And so I put out a Twitter tweet i said hey help me out what are some of your favorite characters and i got mine i know you got yours and i thought you know what to celebrate love and valentine's day why don't we make our top 10 list and so yes. that's what we're going to do right after a word from our sponsors shout out to shady rays for sponsoring this episode look how cool i look you too can look this cool our friends at shady rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades customizable snow goggles and so much more shady rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked they'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in america with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date that's fantastic there's no risk when you shop with shady rays their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the new year you can go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself these are five star rated by over 200 000 people again that's shadyrays.com use the code kind of 
funny. Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You'll wait a few seconds. You see the fun little dancing guy. Honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones. And then you just watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. That's the best part. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your phone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone. You save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We are going to make our top 10 list of most beloved Xbox characters and pairs. Surprisingly, there's a ton of them. You know, I thought we would just be getting down to Master Chief and Cortana, which, of course, they're there, but there are so much more. And so what I thought is we'd go 10 to 1, of course, 1 being the most beloved, 10 being up on the top 10 list, and we throw a couple out. Maybe we uh, pick which one's going to hit the 10 spot, and we go on through there, if you're vibing with that idea. Let's, let's do it. All right. So- I, I can tell you right now. Tell me. There's two There's two characters that are not in my top 10, and I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but let, let's do it. Okay, that's wild. That's wild. I had a tough time because <laughs> there's a lot of them. So at number 10, I'm going to throw one out, and then I want you to throw one at me. Number 10, yep. Minecraft Steve. Okay, mine is 808. Oh, wow. Okay, I have 808 much higher than 10, yeah. but I like where you're going right now. Uh Okay, tell me why 808's 10. I mean, I have well, it much I, higher. My, my thought on it is Hi-Fi Rush, obviously, is a brand new uh, IP. You know, we've been playing it for the past few weeks. Obviously, we everyone loves it. It's, it's great. 808 is such a memorable character that comes out of that. But out of respect to some of the OGs, okay. I was like, okay, since you're new, I'm going to bring you in at, at number 10. Okay. I really love that. I mean, a cat that bumps to the beat. And the rhythm is a good time. And yeah, that's going to be one, Paris. You talked about it last week on Podcast Unlocked. You talked about it with me when we did the review, right? It's like this character, this whole franchise of characters, right? From Chai and Cinnamon and the team. There's a high chance that we're going to see a lot of them a lot more. And could be, you know, faces of a a franchise and a mascot. So 808, I really like Minecraft Steve for me at my 10 spot. I feel like I got 808 higher. But Minecraft Steve, like you said, he's an OG. He's a face of a billion-dollar franchise. Yeah. Maybe he deserves a little more love. And so I'm going to throw— What is it about Minecraft Steve specifically, Mike? Well, here's the issue. 
I don't think Minecraft Steve's is as beloved as I think he is because I think if you play Minecraft with your kids, they have their own custom skins, right? Everybody's playing as Carl Jacobs. Maybe they're out there changing it up and putting on a cool, cute Raptor outfit like they're playing Fortnite. Like, I don't think people are actually playing as Minecraft Steve, but I think it's just the love of Minecraft and what it is, right? And what he represents. And so when I make my top 10 list, I think Minecraft has got to be on there. And Minecraft Steve is the guy for Minecraft, you know? He's the man on the box. But I'll throw out one more, Paris, and I don't know if I'm... I feel like I'm putting some respect on his name, but I hope I'm not disrespecting him by putting out the 10 spot because he served and gave his life. Sergeant Avery Johnson from Halo. Okay. Okay. I definitely had him higher. <laughs> okay, okay. That, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let us talk about him later because that's my guy, and he needs to be on my list. So... I'm going to go with you, Barrett, if you've been keeping track, and I'll keep track as well. 808 is going to be at our 10th spot. I like that right right there, Paris. Let's go with that one. All right, onward to number nine, Paris. Where are we going after that? Senua. Oh, from Hellblade. Yes. Okay, give me some love. Give me some love for maybe some Xbox fans who have played the game or about to get introduced with Ninja Theory and number two. I just think what Ninja Theory did, obviously, with the, with the first Hellblade and just that unique use of of audio, the sounds, the whispers, everything, just just that atmosphere that that Hellblade was, was able to create. And obviously, it all centered around, you know, the mental state of, of Senua. She just became such a memorable character because of that. We know the sequel is is on the horizon right now. And I just think her star is just going to rise even more once Hellblade 2 comes out. So put her in at number nine. I mean, I, I get that it didn't start as an Xbox uh, title, you know, when it originally came out, but now that as we're going into the sequel here, um, you know, she's in the Xbox family. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I like that Paris. And I got to agree. I mean, you're under the umbrella now you're part of the team and this is a very good one to put on everybody's list. And I think everybody after Hellblade two, will put a whole lot of respect on mm-hmm. this person's name. I think it's going to make a lot of lists for me. I was on the other side. I went with Bethesda and I went with vault boy as number nine. Ah, uh- I didn't even think of Vault Boy. That's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a tough one here because I'm all over the place, right? I like Sanua. Yeah. I like where you're going with that. I thought Vault Boy is iconic. Everybody knows him. He's a mascot in his own right. And so, where do I go with the Bethesda properties, right? I, I have a tough time with Dovakin, right? The Dragonborn. Like, he's kind of your own character, right? As opposed to Vault Boy. It's like, that's the guy. You know his face. And so I thought I'd have to give some love to Bethesda and go with Vault Boy. But I like where you're going. My other number nine, and I know a lot of people are going to go wild, was Conquer from Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, I was going to say, I see your list on your uh-huh. on your end. And when you throw out Vault Boy, I was like, that's not what you have at number nine. Uh, I'm trying to see. I, I'm putting things out there. You know what I mean? We're jazz. moving around. That's right. Yeah. And so my other Can one was something? Conquer. And the issue is, is with Rare, Right. If unless you're playing the rare replay or you're an old head like me and you, do they really know Conquer? Right. Are they really putting Conquer? Because, of course, what was the game? Project Spark was the last time we saw Conquer where it was like, oh, Xbox might get another Conquer game. Right. And so I don't know if he's making the top 10 anymore, sadly enough, over here, Paris. So I have a confession to make that will not be popular. Lay it on me. I don't like Conquer. Never have. Oh. 
You don't like the foul mouth squirrel? No, never got into that character. I never, never obviously, what was it, Conquer 64 or whatever yep. it was at the time. I just, I never, just never got into it. Like that type of humor from, from, from that, like I, I, I get that type of humor and I can, I can totally be into it. Like high on life, obviously. Right. Yes. But it just never grabbed me with the, with the Conquer character. Never did. Um, okay. I, I was, I was interested to see what they were going to do with Conquer, obviously with Project Spark and all that. But if Conquer never returns, I think I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> Paris, between you and I as one of the world's number one Conquer fans, I don't think we will ever see the return of Conquer, sadly enough. I think yeah. there's so many other console platform mascots that you could do. I, you know, I like to say, Oh, well, you see Deadpool is really, really popular. You see Rick and Morty and High on Life. Those are really, really popular. Why can't the mature squirrel come back, right? Like, I want that to happen. But I think in the giant list of games and franchises we have, I don't think Conquer will come back, sadly. And so I will enjoy my N64 game. I will enjoy Conquer Live and Reloaded. uh, (laughs) And that will probably get the most Conquer love I will get. You don't have to enjoy Live and Reloaded. That one was so much fun, Barrett. It was very okay. It was a good time. And so we come down to it, Paris. We got 808 at number 10. We go to number 9. Sanua from Hellblade or Vault Boy? Do you you get to pick this one. I'm going to go Vault Boy because, like I said, I wasn't even thinking of that until you said it. It was an actual Uh, character, you know? All right, well, the, okay, then let Barrett be the tiebreaker on that. No, 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 no. It's your pick, so if you pick okay, Vault Boy, okay. You I'm going to stick Boy. with Vault Boy then. But okay. I was just surprised. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go with Vault Boy. I like that. I like that. Okay, let's go to number eight here, Paris. I'm going to give you one that might be dead and gone, but I think remains in many Xbox fans' hearts. From Dead Rising, Frank West. Okay, I like that. So, you know, Frank West had his time, was a face of the Xbox 360 era. We got a lot of great games off the back of Dead Rising, and I really, really love Dead Rising 1, 2, 3, sometimes 4, but I really, really love what we did. I'm sad to see that franchise kind of come and go. I don't know if we'll ever get that game again, but Frank West was a badass photographer trying to get the scoop willing to go out to Colorado, land in the mall, and try to survive for 72 hours. A pretty badass story for Frank and what he was trying to accomplish. I like Frank a lot, but I don't... We're making some good lists right now, and I'm worried he might not make this. What do you got at eight? Okay, so I I think that's an excellent choice. But I went with... And look, she's not had the best history Okay. So far in the Xbox family, but she has a game coming. It's Joanna Dark. Yes. Okay. I like this. I like yeah. this. I mean, Perfect Dark for me was just you know obviously all the nostalgia we just went through with, with Goldeneye coming out just made me go back and think about Perfect Dark. Obviously, being being kind of the spiritual successor to Goldeneye, I just absolutely loved it. I, I thought Perfect Dark was taking Goldeneye, Goldeneye, and perfecting it. I you know. Back in back in the late '90s, going into the 2000s, so obviously when Perfect Dark Zero came out um, on on the Xbox 360 at launch, I was all over it. It was my most anticipated game. Your mileage may vary. Let's let's just put it that way. As far as Perfect Dark Zero, and you know, I think we talked about this a few months back because I did go back and kind of replay it. It's, it's it's not good, but look, we know the initiative is making a new Perfect Dark. 
Um, hopefully we'll get some more information about it coming up here this year, but I'm really anticipating it. When I think about memorable Xbox characters, like Joanna Dark, in my opinion, has to be there. I'm right there with you, Paris. I mean, this is a very special game, a great franchise, and we're lucky that it's coming back, right? I'm excited to see what Crystal Dynamics can bring with the initiative. I mean, on the back of, of course, Tomb Raider with Laura Croft, right? It's like, this yep. is going to be the perfect blend for me of what can we do with Joanna Dark and make a really awesome, stunning story. And I will still stick by, Paris. I know a lot of people get mad at me in the comments. I still believe that this needs to be a third-person action-adventure game in the likes of a Tomb Raider or an Uncharted. I just don't think having another first-person shooter game is really what we need in the catalog. I think you got to make this unique and make it its own, and I think Perfect Dark, this next generation should be third-person, but I know a lot of people get mad at that one. But I think of... Hitman and where we're at with that, right? The spy espionage yep. franchise. I think of where we're going to go with Perfect Dark. I'm right there on board with you. I really think that this will be the next big character we all talk about in the Xbox universe. And it's going to be exciting if they can nail it. You know, I, I yes. have a little worries right now with Xbox and some of these games after what Halo Infinite happened. You know? I, I, I think on that, if we just pause on that for just a second, yeah. uh, you know, being serious for a second, I, I, I think... It is going to be pretty imperative that the next time that we see Perfect Dark, we're getting actual gameplay from it and and we're seeing what Perfect Dark is going to be to kind of put some minds at ease as to that. Because obviously we know with the initiative, Crystal Dynamics come in, like you said, Halo Infinite, there's a lot of uneasiness when it comes to to these these IPs that we know are on the horizon right now. So. To that point, yeah, I, I, I do think it's pretty important that, that we see actual gameplay from Perfect Dark the next time they show it, which I do hope is this year. I do hope it whatever the Z3 showcase is going to be, we do get a sneak peek at Perfect Dark. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely want to see a little bit of that. And also, Paris, like, there's a lot of questions in my mind. You brought up Perfect Dark Zero, and your mileage may vary, right? I'm somebody who was at the perfect age for Perfect Dark Zero, right? That was yeah. my early high school years, just got the Xbox 360, and me and my lo little brother played a ton of Perfect Dark Zero multiplayer, right? And you and I start to talk about Perfect Dark, what is this going to be, right? Are we just going to focus on a single-player campaign? Will it have co-op? What's multiplayer, right? In a world filled with a ton of multiplayer arena shooters, is that where Perfect Dark needs to get in and fit in? Or do we say, hey, this is a single-player campaign. You're going to love and enjoy this story about Joanna Dark and this crazy spy espionage film that we're going to make, and that's it? Like, that's my question to you. Do you think it will be multiplayer? I think it kind of has to be, right? I feel like I feel like there should be. There should be. I'll put okay. it that way. I feel like there should be. If there isn't, I, I wouldn't be shocked, but I, I kind of think, yeah, why not? Interesting. Yeah, I'm on the opposite side. I think you just focus and nail an awesome single-player campaign, right? Like, for me, I've said it a lot, and I just said it, third-person action-adventure game, nail it just like a Tomb Raider or a Uncharted game. Make that what this is, and let's call it good, right? And both those games have had multiplayer, right? The third-person over-the-shoulder shooter, and it's like, those are fine, but I just look around at the Xbox landscape. It's like, we already got a lot of team-based arena shooters already. And no, you make a fair point. And, and as I'm, as I, I'm saying it, I'm starting to think, no, actually that doesn't make sense. And the fact that there's been zero hints, rumors, anything 
working on a multiplayer component. So no, I do think you're right. Focus, focus on the single player aspect of whatever that game's going to be and let, and let that be the game and don't try and tack on a multiplayer just for the sake of tacking on multiplayer. We've obviously saw seen a lot of that in the past decade or so where games that just did not need a multiplayer got a multiplayer. Um, so no, no, actually I, I retract what I said. <laughs> You're right <laughs> on that one. Uh, so now we come down to the big decision here. I let you decide, number nine. I'm going to let Barrett, our show director and producer, after he's heard the arguments for both, Barrett, who should be at number eight? Frank West from Dead Rising or Joanna Dark? Yeah, yeah, and this is purely off of the arguments here because I played neither of the... Eh, that's not true. I played a little bit of Dead Rising back in the day. Um, I think I got to go Frank West, honestly. I wow! Think, I think uh, just knowing okay. him a little bit more personality, I think Joanna Dark needs to prove in the next game that she could be like in this top 10 stuff. I, like, I, I don't think she's quite there. It's been a long time. Um, you know, she's, she got one good game, you know? Okay. Paris. I, and I'm not mad at that Paris because I can see no, both sides of the argument. I like mm-hmm. Joanna dark a lot, but at the same time, right. Still kind of unproven. You had perfect dark zero Xbox 360 game, but Frank West also with dead rising had a number of games. I still unproven. I'm all right with that. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. In June at the showcase, if they were to announce a new Dead Rising, the crowd would explode. Oh, it's it's all that needs to be said on that. Would you be into a new Dead Rising, Paris? Like, ask yourself as we look at Dying Light 2, we look at the return of Dead Island. He's also in Marvel vs. Capcom. He's very fun to play as. Oh, that's uh, true. Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I believe. We look at a ton of these games, these open-world Ubisoft checklist games. Would you want another zombie open-world game? Yes. Okay. Do something unique in, okay. in the sense of what, okay. what you're talking about. I That would be my only thing. I, I think that IP is valuable enough that I would like to see more of it, but don't just do the same thing. Okay. And, and you just brought up, obviously, other points of, of other, other games we've recently had. Back for Blood is obviously another one that, that we've seen recently. So just do something unique. But I think... I don't think anybody would be upset to see a new Dead Rising. Put it that yeah, way. I don't think anybody would. And they have some great stuff there, right? The psychopaths are iconic. You'll never forget yeah. those encounters. They're really, really special. Gameplay kind of changed over the years and evolved yeah. into something different from the beginning. So it would be interesting to see, would it go like that tight super survival? You got to live and be really mindful of resources and crafting. Or will it be more hack and slash, just mindlessly murdering so many zombies? Love to see that. Let's go on to number seven. And I think I'm going to get Barrett on my side for this one because I got a killer combo here. I'm going to put them together because I really like the two of them. You're not allowed to put them together. Here's my thing. And also, they're too low. (laughs) They're too low. Okay, okay. I mean, I love Raz and I love Lily. Raz and Lily from Psychonauts. This little cute couple, boyfriend and girlfriend, are my favorite pairs. I mean, after playing Psychonauts 1 and then, of course, Psychonauts 2, Tim Schafer and the team at Double Fine have stolen my hearts with these two fun, awesome characters. And I want people to know about them. And I want people to feel the same way I do when I see these two just cuting up the whole screen. It's so much fun. You have this way too low. Too low. Good job, Paris. Good job. I know I could count on you. I love it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. So what? Okay. Okay. Let's, Let's put a pin on that really quick. Let's park the bus. Too low. You think these two are super iconic? They got to be higher? Yes. 
Okay. Absolutely, I do. And in, in the sense that we obviously had a big gap between the first one and, and the sequel. Yes. But the sequel is just so gosh darn good to the point where I, I would love to see more Raz. Uh, for, and, I, and when we talk about memorable Xbox characters, he's, he's right up there at the top, in my personal opinion. I like that. I mean, when I think of top 10, Raz's face should be on the box, right? Like, yes. we're pretty much mm-hmm. making the box art here of who's on the back of the box, who are the 10 characters you'd put. I think Raz, I agree with you, has to be on there, right? So, uh, okay, I will gladly put a pin on those two, and we can talk about them higher. You tell me your number seven pick, then. The Arbiter. Oh, Halo. wow. Arby? Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Keith David, obviously getting the Arbiter storyline from Halo 2, getting the Covenant's perspective on everything that was going on was one of the highlights that I had during Halo 2. Obviously, you know, the co-op action that you're able to have with him in chief during Halo 3, you know, he shows up during 5, etc. Yeah, he's he's right up there, man. I mean, I I I think when you think of, obviously, we know Halo's the flagship and all that, when you start talking Halo characters... He's right up there at the top. He is at the top for me, Paris. I totally agree. He's my top three, right? I think of Master Chief, Cortana, Arbiter. Yep. Those are my mm-hmm. personal top threes when it comes to Halo. And it's wild when we talk about, quote unquote, back of the box, right? Of like, who's the top 10? Arbiter, I can make a, a call for. And it's wild when we look at this. Halo, bring in a number of characters that you could put in this, right? Like, I brought yep. up Sergeant Johnson, right? Like, you got four guaranteed right off the bat. What about the weapon, right? Are we talking about the new Cortana AI from, of course, Halo Infinite, right? Where does that fall? Who else could be there? It's wild that you got a solid four, I agree with, coming out of Halo. So Arbiter at seven, I like. I'm going to throw out two that made my what-if list. You ready for this? Yep. Coltrane from Gears. You talk about the sidekick co-op buddy, Master Chief. You got Marcus Phoenix and Dom. You got Coltrane. Is he iconic enough to be on a top 10 list? Uh, he, he is higher on my list. Oh, my God. Okay, I like that. Then let me put out another one. We recently got lucky and had a really good game. Unfortunately, it did not have online co-op. The Battletoads. I did not even think of them. Okay. Which, okay. which, 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 which I, I honestly, I should have. And it's a problem that I didn't because I think, again, when you talk iconic characters in the Xbox family, they should be way higher and have a, a bigger profile. They absolutely should. So I, the fact that yeah. I wasn't even thinking of them is, you know, shame on me, obviously. But I just personally think Xbox should have used Battletoads a lot more than they have over the years. Agreed. I, I totally agree with you. And I think. The Battletoads fits that perfect, like, cartoony, Saturday morning cartoons, mascot Mm -hmm. that's family-friendly, fun, wacky, in-your-face. And if you put them on the back of the box, if we teamed up with Delala Studios again, who made a really good game, right? Like, when you play that game, that is a fun side-scrolling couch couch co-op beat-em-up. Just was missing online co-op in a world where we were all playing from home, right? Like, I think that was the biggest strike that I had against the game. But the Battletoads, I think you can put them on the back of the box anytime and people would recognize them and smile seeing them for sure. So we have a problem. Coltrane, (laughs) Raz and Lily, you're saying are higher. You have the Arbiter, we'll now say, versus the Battletoads. You get to be the pick. Who is number seven, Paris Lily? 
the Arbiter. Okay. I like that. I'm fine with the Arbiter being up there. Okay. Now we go to number six, which I personally had 808 at. I put 808 high on this list because I, I think the impact of Hi-Fi Rush was greatly needed right now in 2023 for Xbox. I think it will be something that Hi-Fi Rush will, will feel for Xbox gamers for a long time. So I had 808 here. So that means I got to go back to the drawing board and try to sell you on a new six. Who do you got for six? This I went back to back Halo. This is Sergeant Johnson. He's my guy. He's my yeah. guy, Paris. Okay. I really like Sergeant Johnson. As you know, I try to put him up at 10. Uh, he deserves a whole lot of love. I mean, gave his life to try to shut it all down against mm-hmm. Guilty Spark. Now the problem goes, is there too many Halo iconic faces in an Xbox top 10? There is. You know Because uh, I, mean? I, 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 will, I will fully admit this will not be the last Halo Correct. character I have in my list. Yes. It, it's interesting. You know, you and I have talked about the power of Halo, where Halo stands with today's gamers, right? And then if you ask Xbox fans like ourselves and anyone around the globe, I think if you ask what are some of the iconic, you know, Xbox figureheads, you would probably get the same list of four iconic Halo characters, just like you and I have listed, right? No, absolutely, absolutely. And and see, this is the thing, you know, making it slightly serious for a second. This is part of the problem that, you know, we've talked on and off about over the past few years with Xbox needing to identify new mascots, right? Because right now, when you talk Xbox, you're instantly going to go to Halo. You're instantly going to go to Master Chief, to Cortana, to Sergeant Johnson, you know, to the Arbiter to, to a lesser extent. But these other characters that we're talking about, they don't necessarily come top of mind when you talk about Xbox. That's why, again, when we bring up Hi-Fi Rush, I was so glad to see a game like this. And my instant thought was, now they got new characters that that they can put on the back of the box that people are going to be excited to see and they're going to want to see them in more games and other other appearances you know you know w- within the Xbox community so that's that's kind of my thing when you brought up this top 10 list i instantly had the halo character like all right here's the halo characters now who else who else can i pick on the list so it'll be interesting to see obviously with with, with these games that that we know are coming over the next few years who who stands out? What's going to be the next Hi-Fi Rush identifiable characters that, that we get? Yeah, it's wild making that list, like you said, right? It's like your mind instantly goes to two properties, Halo and Gears, right? And we yeah. all list off the same characters that we've known and love for the past two decades, right? Like these are the characters at the top of the charts that everybody knows. But now we're starting to get light sprinkles of new characters that we can love, right? And so with the addition of Bethesda, you have Fault Boy. Of course, you have the Dovahkin. You have the Dragonborn. I'm thinking BJ Blazkowicz. What do you think about BJ? Could he be on this top 10 list and maybe take the sixth spot instead of Sergeant Johnson? He should be. I like how the screen froze. I was like, thing. Um, he should be. But I think the fact that we've yet to have a Wolfenstein game since Bethesda has now been a part of Xbox mm. is kind of, I, again, I wasn't thinking of him, but yes. yeah, he is a part of the Xbox family and he is very identifiable and obviously one of my favorite, you know, characters in, in gaming right now. So yeah, I, I, I think he deserves to be on the list for sure. Yeah. It's interesting when I, now I'm starting to picture the box, right? What's on the back of yeah. the box. Vault boy stands out to me, right? Yeah. 
the Elder Scrolls characters don't really stand out to me. BJ kind of stands out, but at the same time, like, is there another character you could put in his place that would stand out more? I think so, right? I think I could give you a list of other people that would stand out more than BJ for people on a top 10 list on the back Quick of the box. Quick spoilers right? for Wolfenstein 2. I don't think anybody else can stand out when you had your fucking head chopped off and then you get brought <laughs> back to life after your head gets chopped off. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. That's another one, right? It's like Paris brought up of like where we stand, right? Like where is, you know, the next Wolfenstein? We sit there and think about it of like, Where's the next Wolfenstein? Oh, wait, they're doing Indiana Jones. Are we going to get a Wolfenstein? We've asked for this for now we two better. years, wondering if this is going to happen. And, of course, maybe it happens longer down the road, right? But you would think Fallout, that's a guarantee. Elder Scrolls, that's a guarantee. You look at Wolfenstein, you're like, well, what's happening with that? Where do we stand on that? So that's an interesting one. Let me hit you with a couple more that we can have a conversation about. Cameo from the Xbox 360 days. Do we still think I about this character? See, I thought about Cameo, okay. but Cameo was a one and done, and that was, what, 18 years ago at this point? How, I'm bad on math. Whatever, how many years ago? Long-ass time ago. So, because I guess it was, what, 05, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I would say no. Okay, okay. Next one. We go to a game that you and I, we caught a whole lot of flack for. Killer Instinct. Jago or Saberwolf. Do hey. we put any one of those two jabronis on this box art? I will defer to you and the community. <laughs> I have no comment. I, I will defer to the community, but I think on yours and my top 10 list, the official kind of funny X-Cast top 10 list, unfortunately, I don't think those two do make the mark, right? I, I just, no. we live in a world now where, you know, Iron Galaxy currently getting ready to sunset and shut down Rumbleverse do we get on the phone and say, hey, Xbox players clearly want Killer Instinct. They're looking for a great fighting game. Phil and the team, can you figure this out with them and maybe make them relevant again? But I think at this day and age, if you put those two characters on the back of the box of Xbox, I don't think they have the same weight and power as a couple other characters that we could put on this top 10 no. list. And, and I, I am going to get in trouble because I am going to actually comment and say something. Oh, okay, here. lay it on me. If this was Street Fighter, oh yes, because you would say Ryu, Ken, Blanca, you know, and Bison, mm -hmm. etc. But Killer Instinct, this is my better control. Killer Instinct <laughs> is not on the level of Street Fighter, in my opinion. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. But I don't mm -hmm. think so. I don't think those Killer Instinct characters are as memorable for the fighting genre as the Street Fighter characters are. So. Yeah, I would say no, and I'm probably in trouble, so okay. I'll just take my lumps in the comments. I like that. And I'm going to put the final one right here, final one. We always make the joke every single year, and gosh darn it, these two teams always bring the heat and make a great game, but we tease, can't really make a Porsche 911 or a Ferrari the face of your franchise and put it on the box. Could we put the quote-unquote drive -tar or some sort of car on the box in our top ten? Isn't the McLaren at this point the kind of the Forza symbol? Am, am, I would am agree I with that. Thinking that, I, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the most relevant and probably yeah. the most latest one that you would put yeah. on that box, right? That you would think yeah. of, but yeah. But but to, but to your point, because I did think of Forza as well, but then I think ah, you can't do a car. That that was just kind of my own thing. You want an actual character versus a you know you know a vehicle. Yeah. But Forza, but when we think overall Xbox, like you said. 
you think Halo, you think Gears, and then you think Forza. Those Correct. are your three pillars. Exactly. I think of that. I think of the driver tar, which is you, your AI ghost driving around. But yeah, what mm. car do you put licensing? Also, at the same time, are any of these cars as iconic as the Warthog? Right? Like the Warthog right. would be more recognizable than going, exactly. hey, mom and dad, what's this yellow Porsche Cayenne doing on the side of the box? <laughs> right? Like that that's my yeah. issue here. So I think we have to avoid Forza, unfortunately, because there is just not that standout. But I'm going to go back to the two right now. I like Sergeant Johnson. And I like the Battle Toads for number six. Paris, again, I'll defer to you. Number six, what do you want on our top 10? Give me the list one more time. Yeah, okay, so as of right now, at number 10, 808. At number no, no, nine, no, no. At, no, no, for six. I'm sorry. For okay, six. for number six, yeah. you have two options Sergeant Avery Johnson from Halo or the Battle Toads. Yeah, see, we're about to be Halo heavy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Sergeant Johnson. Okay, I am. okay, I like I that. I'm all right with that. And yes, that was my issue making this list. I think a lot of Xbox fans can agree with us. I'm sure a lot of them are screaming at the top of their lungs, upset. But it is a heavy Halo list, which is you know 20 plus years of being an iconic franchise. I think that's what's on people's minds. But you know, it's interesting. Top 10 most beloved characters on that. And then also the conversation of what's on the back of the box, right? I don't think Arbiter and Sergeant Avery Johnson make it on the back of a box, but I think they make it in a top 10 list any day of the week for sure. Right. All right, let's move on. Number five, I'm hi-fi rush all day. I'm going with Chai and that guitar. I think it is right there. It's hot. It's fresh. Uh, I'm putting him number five. This is where I had Raz. Oh, this where you had Raz? Okay. Here's okay. Okay. I like this conversation. You got my two big idiots fighting against each yeah. other at number five. Come on, man. This is a tough one because yeah, I think one conversation is is Hi-Fi Rush is the new hotness. It's fresh, it's cool, it's hip. But on the flip side, Psychonauts is the OG, right? Psychonauts has been around. Psychonauts 2 has been a great game that really carried 2021. And Raz is that iconic face. You put that face with those goggles up on any screen, people are going to know who that is, right? I think Chai is still new. Uh, I think he's going to get some legs and some staying power. But I think Raz is the right spot for this one, Paris. And I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Any conversation between the two of these guys? I mean, again, I, I, I like Chai. I... I I'll go back to my original point about 808. I almost put them as a tandem and I almost did when, yes. when I did the list. I just think because they're so new, you know, respect to the OGs, I'd, I'd, I'd have him lower personally. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. I think, I think the two of them do go in tandem, right? Like if we were to yeah. put them on the back of a box, I think you would have Chai and you would have 808 right over his shoulder, no matter what, for sure. So I like that. And I'm going to go with Raz as number five. We're just going to lock that in because that is a top 10 iconic character. So I like yep. that. All right. Let's go with number four, Paris. I brought the Bethesda big guns again. He's the man in green. Doom Slayer. That's my guy right there. What do you think about that? No, I, I love it. And I think, I think it's, it's very solid. It makes a lot of sense being this high up as well. This is where I had Coltrane. Oh man, dude! Yep. It, it, it's it's a it's a selfish one for me because of all the Gears characters, that's my guy. Yes, I, that that's yes. my guy. I, I I love Coltrane, so I put him up at four. 
I, but I, to your point, I can totally see you having Doom Guy there at four. Yeah, it's tough when you make the most beloved top ten list, right? I actually had Coltrane over Dom, right? It's Marcus yeah. and Coltrane to me. It's not Marcus and Dom. It's Marcus and Coltrane. And so, yeah, like, where does Dom get in? It's tough. You got to start thinking of the Bethesda properties. I think it's easy for the Xbox fans to think of the OGs, but now that this acquisition has gone through, you got to start adding in new properties, just like if the Bethesda, Bethesda and Activision deal goes through, you got to start adding in those faces into your top 10, right? And so it is tough. Doom Slayer or, you know, Coltrane, who is iconic. He is something really special there, Paris. That's a very tough conversation here. Do you have any backup characters that you might put up that high, like a banjo? Do I, or is it higher? Oh my gosh, Paris. Get We're talking the next one. The next three are the top three, Paris. You're putting banjo in the top three, bro. Okay. Let, let me get, let me give a spoiler. And again, I already know the, I can see the comments already. Yeah. So remember I go, there's a couple characters I don't have in my top 10 that people are going to be screaming. I've yes. lost my mind. It's, it's, it's Dom and uh, okay. Marcus. I don't have him in my top 10. Dom and Marcus, you're wild. But again, I'm, I'm doing as a personal list versus what mm -hmm. you would put on the back of the box. Obviously, on the back of the box, you put Marcus Phoenix. Yes. Of course, uh -huh. I, I, I get it. But like I said, selfishly, Coltrane was my favorite of the Gears characters. Oh, so that, that's this. why I had him there. But really, it probably should be Marcus Phoenix right there at, okay. at four, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I have Marcus Phoenix at three, so I agree with you on that one. I mean, when I go down the list of some of the people that I wrote in there, right, um, I think we start to get weird with, like, some third-party games, right? You put in Cuphead yeah. and Mugman. You put in Jack and BT from Titanfall. I thought you might like that one. Where's Ori fall, right? Ori is iconic yeah. here, but, like, where does Ori fall? I mean, I can get kind of wild with the guy from Rise, Son of Rome, but I don't think he's making it That's in the top 10. Wild, you know God. what I mean? I, he's definitely not making four, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not making four, I'll tell you what. But it is interesting. Of like, You start to just kind of pick and choose, hey, who's still around? Where do we go? And so, yeah, Doomslayer versus Coltrane. That is a very tough one. And I'm actually going to give it to you, Paris. I'm going to go with Coltrane as well with you because when I think of Xbox, I think of Marcus, I think of Cole, I think of the whole Gears franchise, and I think you got to give it up to Coltrane and the team. So I'm going to go with you. Let's put Coltrane at number three right now, or number four, number four. Yep. God, he's so great. He's so great, Paris. What a great character. I got I got to meet the the actor, you know, uh, years ago it was like a gears of war two party or something he's he's great he's awesome okay number three paris we get into the top three now our top three most loved xbox characters here on valentine's day the official x cast list for the year maybe we'll revisit it later on who is at the number three spot all right once again the comments are about to be on fire my number three is Spartan 117, the Master Chief. Oh, my God, Paris, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. Paris, your top three a, is going to be a, insane. And there's a reason why when, when I get to one, you'll you'll get why. But, oh. yeah, that's for me. It's Master Chief. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, most loved. 
see, this is where I went with Marcus Phoenix because, of course, yeah. Master Chief is much higher on my list, as I'm sure everyone in the comments will say as well. It goes Marcus now. This is the time where Marcus Phoenix would come because he has carried us through the Xbox 360 generation, right? He yes. sent a, so a shock to the system when it was Halo was the top dog. All of a sudden, Cliffy B and that team was like, yo, what if we created a really gritty, violent video game that was all about cover-based shooters and bouncing off of walls and third person over the shoulder? And I think this is where Marcus Phoenix and his story this is Marcus, but at the same time, I look at my number two and I'm like, should Marcus be higher? Am I giving love to my number two right now where Marcus should probably be? Who's more iconic than Marcus right now? And it's tough because my number two, I mean, are we giving too much love to this franchise? I don't know. So my number three is Marcus Phoenix. Your number okay. three was? Master Chief. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That means... <laughs> That okay, okay. <laughs> that means your number one and two is going to be absolutely insane and incredible. Okay, just so everybody is aware. And Mike, of that. I just want to point like I'm just thinking about especially because he said once we get to number one, it's going to make sense of why Chief is at number three. Yeah. So I'm just warning you now to pick and choose your battles. Exactly. Pick and choose your battles. Exactly. That's that's why I got to pick and choose my battles. So, ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. See, I don't know if I'm letting the I don't know if I'm letting the public down. If I'm letting the people now, down, if I can now, see this. I want to be clear again because I, I, I people are probably fiercely typing comments right now, which I love. I I made this as a personal list, not as a what yes. is the most iconic put on the back of the box. This is my personal list of what I would say my top ten would be. Just be clear on that. But mm -hmm. go ahead. I like Cause, that because number because number two is going to be a conversation. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is about to be a conversation. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to concede what would be my number one, ladies and gentlemen. Spart 117 Master Chief. He has to be on the list. And so I will give you Master Chief, and I will fight for other characters up at the one and two list. Okay. One, two spot. Let's go to number two. Let everybody down. Let, let us know what you're going to do. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want you to say you're number two because okay. I'm pretty sure number, I know what it is. But, number but two, everybody should know. If it's if Master Chief was one, it's Cortana number two. Yeah. Everybody knows it should be Cortana right there. When you think most memorable and most beloved characters, you will ride or die with this AI. And when she started to go rampant and she started to go wild, you were like, I'm going to put my life on the line for Cortana any day of the week. And she was the voice to Master Chief. She was us riding along with Master Chief, questioning everything we do, riding alongside him through all these incredible journeys. It's got to be the gal in blue Cortana. So let's do this. Let's talk about one and two at the same time. Okay, let's do it. Because my number one is Cortana. Okay, okay. For, okay. Every, for everything that you just said. I like that. Literally. To me, she's the heart and soul of Halo. Yes. She's, she's, she's us in a way when we're playing the game. She's the voice in the head talking to chief. She's that emotional anchor for chief. Some of the, the best moments of halo has been Jen Taylor, you know, talk, whatever speeches, you know, comments that, that she's making. Obviously you think about opening of halo three and she's talking about why she picked chief, or you think about again in halo three, where 
uh, she finally rescues her. Or obviously, the end of Halo Two. Don't make a promise if you know you can't keep. All of that, even the emotional thing at the very end of four with her and chief, right? There, there's so many moments that I, I can think of what Cortana, that she was my number one. That was my number one when, when it comes out of that, because I almost feel like chief has gotten a lot more chatty more recently, but she was the voice that we had for Halo. We were, you know, we, you know, he was obviously almost like a silent protagonist in, in a lot of different ways. So that's why I picked her at one. I like now, that. I'm going to my, now okay. I'm go back to my number, number two. Number two. Go ahead and brace yourself. <laughs> I'm holding on. It's a tie. Oh, okay. It's the same game. It's two characters from the same game. And again, my personal list. Personal list. I like that. I like that. It's Grunty and Kazooie. Two of my Ooh. favorite characters in video games are those two. Grunty is absolutely hilarious if you go through and play that that first banjo kazooie and then kazooie is just such a smart ass right and she's always the voice of reason the banjo i i I love them both that's why for me when i think iconic xbox characters on my personal top 10 yeah it's it's grunty and kazooie thought about banjo i thought about mumbo jumbo I then I was thinking I'm adding way too many banjo characters in the top ten, so that's why I, I didn't have them anywhere else. But I wanted to make sure Grunty and Kazooie were in there, so that's why I had them tied. And again, Team Xbox, bring back Banjo Kazooie for the love of God, please. Just bring the game back. We need it. Not nuts and bolts. I saw that tweet rare. Don't think Don't I didn't do see that. Don't do that. <laughs> about nuts and bolts. I want a new banjo game, please. But yeah, Grunty and, and Kazooie is my two. With how much passion you talk about this game and this franchise, Paris, with all the love and enthusiasm you share to me and everyone watching and listening, <laughs> I'm eager and excited for a banjo game, right? Like, I'm over here, like, I'll give up Conquer, the game I love the most, for a banjo game. Like, let's make something special here. And you and I talk about it, right? You look at the pie chart. You look about the portfolio. What are we hitting on? What do we need, right? Where is that iconic, you know, action, adventure, puzzle platformer with the mascot just let's do this. Let's try it. You know, can I, can I tell this teeny tiny story? Why I love banjo. So Play it. I want, because, we want because, to hear that. Yeah. Because I still, I still remember this to this day. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm with my wife. We went in a convenience store, like a gas station or whatever. Right. I'm going up to pay for whatever at the counter. I look down. A $50 bill is on the ground. That $50 bill ended up in my pocket. Let's just say that. We go to the mall. We're at Sears. This is back back in the day. Sears used to have a whole video game section. I go into Sears. What do I see in the case? Banjo-Kazooie. I knew nothing of this game until I saw it in the case. And I said, I'm buying it. And I bought it with that $50 that I found. Took it home. The rest is freaking history. The smartest, best decision I ever made with zero information ahead of time, was blindly buying Banjo-Kazooie, one of the best platformers ever. So there you go. That's my quick Banjo story. That's why I love it so much. That's why I want another one. I love that, Paris. I like that. So let's go over just yours and I's top three really quick as we start to round down this episode. And hopefully the audience out there, hopefully you're furiously typing. You can talk about our list or you can give us your list. And we want to hear your list most importantly. What are your top 10 most beloved Xbox characters amongst all of the years but Paris, what were your top three again? My top three. Yep. Number three was Master Chief. Number two 
is a tie between Grunty and Kazooie from Banjo-Kazooie. And my number one is Cortana. I love that. My number three was Marcus Phoenix. My number two was Cortana. My number one was Master Chief Spartan 117. And to make it fun, best friends out there watching and listening, you can determine our top three in the yeah, comments like down that. below. We'll make it a good time. Y'all can write in. You guys can, gals can tell us who should be the top three out of those six, or you can give us your favorite top tens on your most beloved characters. It's Valentine's Day, and Paris, as you and I always say, be good to one another. Go out there and spread some love, some cheer, make somebody smile, and do something from the heart for a loved one of yours, okay? Whether it be a friend, a family member, or a significant other, go make somebody smile today because you know they deserve it. And gosh darn it, play a bunch of video games. We'll see you back here next week, and we'll be talking Atomic Heart. Yeah, because it will be released by then. We'll see you then. So program reminder before we do get out of here. Both Gary and I won't be on the next episode because we'll be in Las Vegas at Dice. Yes. So unfortunately, I'll, I'll, I'll miss the talk about Atomic Heart, but I'm uh, really looking forward to, to hearing it. I hope you get a great guest that, that can come on as well. Yep, um, yep. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I'm, I'm excited to see what Atomic Heart's going to be all about. You know what, Paris? And we can share that guest. I'm going to give him an out because both of you are gone, and I know he's really looking forward to the both of you and in and out with me and Gary afterwards, but... Ryan McCaffrey, my personal hero I know, in the video and game I, I hate world, that I'm missing will be it. Yeah. here. So I get yeah. a one-on-one with Ryan McCaffrey. You guys can, gals can write into the show. Of course, kindoffunny.com slash xcast. You can give us questions. You can give us stories about Ryan McCaffrey and his incredible history in the games industry. He is a personal hero of mine. As many of you know, I've always grown up as a Podcast Unlocked fan. And so getting to hang out with him will be a blast next week on the afternoon. So tune in for that. And with that, we'll see you back here next week. Bye, everybody.